Welcome to episode 15 of The Graham Cochran Show, where I'm here to help you build an online business, work less, and live and give more. I'm your host, Graham Cochran. Who else? Honored to have some time with you today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And thanks for all the support I've been getting on this show, man. It just means a ton. I keep bumping into people digitally and in person that are like, hey, I'm really enjoying the podcast. And they're usually people I would not expect to listen. So if you're one of those people, thank you. Today, we're going to talk about YouTube and Facebook. Which one's better to grow your business? And how can you leverage either or both of these tools to grow your business? Before we jump in, though, if you don't have a business, you should start one. If you don't have an online business, my goodness, this is never, there has never been a better time to become a business owner, especially if you know nothing about business. Case in point, Graham Cochran. This guy, aka myself, I don't know why I'm speaking about myself in the third person, stumbled into online business. You know, it was something that I would never have chosen for myself, but God kind of gave me the opportunity and I felt it was something he wanted me to do. And I thought, I'm not equipped to do this. I don't even know if this is a thing. And it was a massive eye-opening experience for me in the last decade to realize, oh my goodness, this isn't just something that only Graham did. This is something that thousands, tens of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of people are doing all over the world. Uh, and they're doing with great success on any topic or niche, any passion, skill, uh, set of experience or knowledge that you have can be monetized and it will blow your mind the kind of things that people are selling online uh, and people are happily purchasing. And I want to show you how to do that. And so if you're brand new, you need to watch my passive income workshop. It's all about building a passive income style online business. It gives you the four steps that you need to be able to go from no idea to putting money in your pocket. And it's all designed to help you make your first thousand dollars a month in just 30 minutes a day, because I know you can't do it full time right now. You're busy. So I show you how to do this in 30 minutes a day. It's so helpful. It's chock full of good content that's actionable and real. And this is literally how I've built both my businesses. So go check it out at grahamcochran.com slash workshop and enjoy that free training. That's grahamcochran.com slash workshop. Today, let's jump into YouTube, Facebook. These are two tools that I use. Um, a lot of people use. You're probably aware of them, and maybe you're already using them. But let's talk about first the pros and cons of each, because they're different. They're totally different animals, um, but they both can be used to take your little business. If it's just putting in, let's say, a thousand dollars a month into your bank account, that's great. How do we take that to five k? Well, the short of it is, you need more eyeballs, more targeted eyeballs and a loyal following that's hearing about your products and services. And so the way you do that is to find more people through tools online. And some of the best tools to use are Facebook and YouTube. And I've been using both of these for 10 years. So let's talk about them. YouTube pros. We'll start with YouTube. And we'll start with the good stuff because I think it's a great place to start. Don't lead with the negative, right? Lead with the positive. That was a little life lesson from Graham. I hope that was helpful to you. All right. One of the, the biggest pros I think of YouTube, let's let's just both both platforms before we dive into the specifics, both platforms are huge, right? You've got, you know, a couple billion people on YouTube, maybe, maybe one and a half billion on YouTube, maybe more. Uh, and you've got a few billion people on Facebook. I mean, these are huge, widely adopted platforms, right? When you consider that 
of the 7 billion plus people in the world, only three, three and a half billion have internet access. So we're talking about half of the people online are on YouTube and on Facebook, if not more. So you're going to find lots of people either way, but they're different animals and you need to approach them differently. So let's talk about YouTube. The biggest pro in my mind to YouTube is that it's evergreen searchable content. Man, I love this. I'm a content marketer. That's what I do. That's how I grow my businesses. So YouTube has been so good to me. It's basically a search engine, okay? People go to YouTube, type in something in a search bar, and then hope to find something specific, okay? That's very different than Facebook. We'll get to that in a minute. But if you understand what I'm saying, and you know this, when your toilet stops working, what do you do? You get on YouTube and you type in how to fix my toilet, how to unclog my drain, how to fix my car. My wife just YouTubed uh, yesterday how to tie a hair scarf. See what I'm saying? Like YouTube is a search engine. It's the second largest search engine in the world next to Google, which is owned by the same company. So the point is the nature of YouTube is that it's where people are looking for stuff, searching for stuff. They're searching for you. Right now, in your niche, there are people on YouTube searching for stuff that you talk about, that you know about, that you could teach them about, that you could help them with. So that's where people are. It's, it's, it's brilliant, right? And so when you create video content on YouTube, you're going to start showing up in search results on YouTube. And then the beautiful thing is that content will be there evergreen. Like an evergreen tree, it's always green. It doesn't have seasons where it gets dry. Your content will always be green, always be there, always be able to be found, okay? There are people every day that discover me from a video I did eight years ago on YouTube, okay? They discover me on a video I did last week on YouTube, but they also discover me on stuff I did eight, nine, 10 years ago. I love that because... I'm all about maximizing my effort, right? So if I can do a video once and know that it'll get watched, potentially show up in search results for decades to come, I'm all about that because I'm leveraging, getting more legs, more length, more mileage out of that one video. So that's the huge pro to YouTube. The other one, in my opinion, is that because you have a YouTube channel, you can create a true resource a true curated resource of content for your audience, which is a wonderful thing to build because in a world of so much free stuff online, content, knowledge, information, it's overwhelming and it becomes almost oppressive. And you know what it's like when you're searching for an answer and there's just too much stuff to sift through. If you get on YouTube, what I like to do on any topic I'm looking for on YouTube, if I type in a search query, Let's say, um, what kind of hair gel should I use, right? Okay, you're a guy. If you're a guy, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a girl, you know what I'm talking about. You ask about products. YouTube knows what you're asking, right? So I want to know what kind of like hair gel or it should be a gel or it should be like a paste or like a wax. Like what should I be putting in my hair for design? If I type that in, I'm going to see a bunch of videos. But what I'm also going to discover is who made those videos. And I might see a channel that has an interesting name. I click on the channel name. And then boom, I go to that person's channel and there is a curated list of some of their best content. So it's not randomly searching YouTube anymore. It's like now I found a channel. For example, there's a guy um, that has a great channel for men's styling and fitness called Alpha M, right? 
And he's just slaying it on YouTube, by the way. He's a really, really brilliant businessman. He's been on Shark Tank. He's a really sharp guy. Um, but my whole point is that you find one of his videos, but if you click onto his channel, you realize, okay, there's things called playlists in YouTube. And you know this, maybe you don't, but if you don't, it's just categories like, okay, men's grooming is a playlist, right? Oh, great. How I should style my hair, cut my hair, how I should like shave, whatever, all kinds of cool stuff. Then there's like clothing styling. Then there's like fitness. Then there's nutrition. Like he's he's categorized his tons of years worth of content into major categories that I can easily, cleanly look through. It's all curated. And I do that for my audience, right? For both of my YouTube channels, Recording Revolution and Graham Cochran, if you click on my channel, you're going to see curated content. So if it's the Graham Cochran channel, you're going to see this show and all the other videos I've done, but it's going to be curated by different topics. There's going to be a playlist for starting your business. So if you're new, all my videos that are related to starting a business are going to be there for you. There's one on growing your income. Okay, so already I'm making some income, I need to make more. It's going to be all growth strategies to grow your income, right? Uh, there's going to be some on work-life balance. That's a whole topic that I regularly address. And so every video I've ever done on balancing work and life and how those things integrate, it's all there. And that's a really helpful resource for you. And I like to do that. It also can pull, and you can set this up on your channel, have your most popular videos as a playlist as well that shows up on your channel, which is good for people when they find you to go, what is he or she known for? What is this channel really good at? What do other people like? It's the whole Amazon effect, right? Of looking at reviews, whatever has a lot of reviews. So you can have it so your most popular videos are showing up right at the top. And they're like, oh, wow, I should watch that video also. And it feeds the cycle. If you have a video that has a million views and it's your most popular one and you show it at the top of your channel, most people are gonna click on that if they haven't found it already and you're gonna get another view on it. So it's gonna allow the, the beast to grow even bigger. And uh, that all helps you with YouTube search engine ranking and all that fun stuff. So the pros again of YouTube, evergreen searchable content because it's a search engine. You can create a true resource of content on your own curated playlist, which is super helpful and makes you very valuable to the people that find you. Now let's talk about cons. There's, a, I mean, there could be a million cons. The two big ones that jump out to me on YouTube, number one is that it's primarily video, right? Newsflash, it's a video platform. Um, and, and, and it's video as opposed to what? As opposed to sharing pictures or memes or just funny quotes or just text updates. While you can do some of that now on YouTube, it's not what people are expecting. It's not what it's known for. The people are looking for videos. So it's somewhat limited, right? Where other platforms, you can do video and images and posts. Vid you know, YouTube is meant to be a video platform for better or for worse. And so it's somewhat limited in that nature. There's not, there's only but so much you can do. And number two con is that, and I know this from talking to a lot of you, is that it can seem overwhelming to start putting videos on YouTube. There's something about it, and it's probably because there's massive YouTubers, um, there's mass, I mean, a whole video production companies and channels like NBC, Fox, ABC, all the stations have their own, you know, channels, shows have their own channels. So there's big budget people on YouTube. So when you're thinking about uploading videos to YouTube, a lot of times you're thinking, how am I going to compete with videos that look like that, that are that well-produced, well-researched, 
what kind of I don't have that kind of following. There's big fall, you know, it can be overwhelming. Even the concept of like filming the videos and then uploading the videos and tagging the videos, it can seem like a barrier for a lot of people. And I get that. And it, it just it it might feel overwhelming. And I get why it would be. Newsflash is like anything you learn to do. Once you start doing it, you realize it's a lot easier than I thought. And the other thing is you just got to stop comparing yourself to other people, by the way. There are people who do videos way better than I do, you know, but it's okay because the videos serve the purpose I need them to serve. They drive a lot of traffic to my site and to my business, make me a lot of money. So you don't have to be like other people as long as your videos accomplish your goal, which we'll talk about in a minute. I'm going to give you a strategy on how to use YouTube in a minute. All right, Facebook. Okay. Facebook is, again, the the largest... uh, social media platform by far. If you just look at pure social media platforms, and I don't consider YouTube a social media platform, but might be semantics to you. But to me, it's more of a content platform, just like iTunes, right? For podcasts, I'm putting out content here on iTunes. It's not, it's not a social media platform. It's just a podcast platform. So Facebook pro number one, you already likely have a network that you can tap into on Facebook. Unless you don't have a Facebook account at all, most people already have a Facebook account and they might have a thousand or 2000 friends, which means you have a built-in network to start. Fun fact, I started this business, the Graham Cochran sort of business coaching brand on Facebook. And I started it on my personal profile. Um, I just started sharing uh, Facebook lives. I, then I, I created a Facebook page for this kind of content said, hey, you know, I'm going to be putting the videos over here. So if you want to follow that page, come check it out if you don't want to hear about it on my personal stuff. But I already had two or 3,000 friends on Facebook. So it was easy for me to have a built-in audience to start kind of virtually raising my hand and saying, hey, I'm, I'm teaching about business now. I'm not just a musician. I'm not just an audio guy. I have a decade's worth of business experience online to teach you. And that's what I'm going to start doing. So it was very easy to start. Whereas if you start on YouTube and start a channel, you have zero zero people. So the, the the pro, excuse me for Facebook, is you already have people to tap into. Even if it's a hundred people, that's better than zero. Uh, and number two, one thing that Facebook does so well is groups. And you see it even this year, this is 2019 as I speak, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, maybe a month or two ago, not, re- not too long ago, um, just came out and kind of said the future of Facebook is because Facebook's been having problems, right? All the privacy issues and data misuse and a lot of P- a PR nightmare for a company. Um, and so he's kind of trying to continue to rebrand and continue to make Facebook a better place. And so they said that the future of Facebook is going to be groups. And this makes sense because that's probably the biggest strength of Facebook is the groups. Facebook groups, if you're not a part of any or don't have one, they just work. They foster community. They foster conversation after conversation, engagement after engagement. Um, I have a friend who started blogging um, and started a podcast on sort of, I mean, basically anything having to do with infertility or infant loss or child death, anything like that. She has walked through a a ton of suffering uh, in her life, has lost two children, um, one through miscarriage and and one to SIDS, and um, feels that God is calling her to create a resource for other women who have mourned similar losses, who feel alone, um, who don't know who to talk to about this, and who could benefit from engaging with another woman who's gone through something similar, or at least has experienced that kind of deep 
pain, right? And so she started a podcast as interviewing other women that have gone through experiences. And that's powerful. That's like her content engine. But then what she created was a private Facebook group. It's a free Facebook group that you can join. Um, and this Facebook group has been so powerful for her members and for her because, again, groups are a safe place where you have like-minded people having conversations. So this, this girl, my friend, can start a conversation. Other women can start a conversation. You can go back and forth. You, you know. I mean, that's what Facebook is. But it's not just a page. It's not just a random personal post. It's like a, a closed community that's free, but it's safe, and there's a lot of opening up that can happen. I'm a part of a few Facebook groups related to business, related to music, right? Um, entrepreneurship. And you just, you get a lot of great connection there. So that's one of the hugest pros for Facebook is that it's, the groups allow you to have a real sense of community and engagement, which is great for you as a business owner. So that's something to keep in mind. And I'm going to talk about that in a minute as part of a strategy. Cons to Facebook. Um, the biggest one in my mind is that content is not searchable, okay? Um, I've posted videos to Facebook for 10 years. You can't really find my videos. You have to go to my Facebook page and just scroll. Like, that's dumb. The, the same videos I post to Facebook, um, even if I had the same number of followers, and at one point I did. I have about 100,000 people, uh, fans on Facebook, right? Followers on Facebook. Um, and at one point, my YouTube channel probably had 100,000 people and they were pretty similar. But I can get more views and more um, mileage out of my videos on YouTube because they're being watched by new people today, right now, while we're talking. Facebook, once it's up for a couple of days, it just gets buried. You know, it comes through somebody's feed and then it disappears and it's kind of gone. Uh, Facebook isn't a search engine. People aren't going to Facebook to search for stuff. They're going to talk and engage with people. So you just got to understand that it's not great for, for content in that sense because your content doesn't have a lot of mileage. You have to just kind of just live with that and make sort of ongoing fresh content. And that's where maybe Facebook Lives come into play, which we'll talk about in a minute. And the other biggest con to Facebook is that people's feeds are just cluttered with stuff, primarily with ads. Dude, everybody and their mother are buying Facebook ads for their business. And all that does is clutter the Facebook experience. It's how Facebook makes a living, and there's nothing wrong with that. But from the user's perspective, you go to Facebook, you see all your friends post for better or for worse, and you see a crap ton of ads. You go to YouTube, you don't really notice the ads because you're just seeing video after video and the ads that are there are primarily the first few seconds of a video and you can skip those ads and we get over it because it's for a few seconds, we see a little bit of an ad, skip it after five seconds if we're able to skip it and then we can watch the 10, 15, 20 minute video, whatever it is. And so our user experience for the most part is I think less cluttered with ads than Facebook. Facebook's just ad after ad in your feed. Whereas I can go to YouTube and not really see a single ad. I just pretty much see the videos I want to see. So just got to keep that in mind. Again, I'm not even a proponent of adding more ads to the mess. I don't think Facebook ads are the strategy you need. But either way, there's already other people pumping in money to Facebook for ads. So it's just a cluttered nightmare. Okay, so which one do you use? Kind of depends on how your business is structured and what you do. But I say don't pick. 
I say use both. Use both because they both have advantages. And there's a million ways to use both. Well, let me just give you a simple four-step strategy that you can use to hybrid the two together and leverage your growth. Because again, go back to what we said at the beginning. Let's imagine, I don't know how much you're making in your business, if you've even started a business yet, but let's imagine you followed my stuff in my workshop. You've gone to the workshop, the passive income workshop, and you've watched the whole video, you've taken notes, you now know more than 90% of people starting to make a business online. And you're like, okay, I did what Graham said. I've now made my first $1,000, um, which is really doable and relatively easy, by the way. And I'm saying that on purpose because I want to remove any excuse you have. There's a lot of people making $1,000 here or there online. It's not that hard. What's hard is creating systems and have a strategy to then, okay, let's scale that up to $2,000 a month consistently, $5,000 a month consistently, right, which is game-changing, and then up to six figures, right, which is world-changing. Um, that takes a commitment and it takes a strategy. You can't just wing it at that point. So how do we take your $1,000 here or there and ramp it up? Here's what we do. We use YouTube and we use Facebook and we're not talking about paid ads here. You don't, you don't need to pay anybody anything to grow your business. There's so much leverage in the free stuff. Let's use the free stuff. So step number one, you create content for YouTube. So video content for YouTube to attract new people and lead them to your site or your lead magnet. This is how you will primarily be found. Yes, it's possible to get found on Facebook if people share your stuff enough, um, but the fastest way to get found is on YouTube. Now that might sound counterintuitive because there's so many people on YouTube already pumping up videos, doesn't matter. What's amazing is it does not matter how many people are on YouTube. What matters is, are you there and are you putting out content that is exactly what people are searching? So think about what your target audience is searching and literally typing into the YouTube browser right now. So for example, when I started this business, I was a nobody on YouTube for this business. I have half a million subscribers on the Recording Revolution side of things. That means nothing when I'm going to start talking about business. I was zero, started at zero all over again. And there's a ton more people talking about business on YouTube than talking about audio and music. So I'm already, I'm jumping into an even more crowded space. Okay. So that's the context. Normal people would say, what's the point? It's already covered. YouTube is not going to show my videos and search results. Not true. I started pumping up videos, not a whole lot of traction. YouTube hasn't picked me up very much. Eventually, you, if you have a content strategy that's based off of what people are typing into YouTube, you will strike gold. So for me, I've had two videos kind of strike gold for this channel. One of them was on, should you start your business as an LLC or a sole proprietor? Which one should you be? Okay. This is a common question I get in real life. And it's a common question being asked in YouTube. So I made, there's plenty of videos covering that on YouTube already, but I made mine. I made mine, you know, which is better for your business, to be an LLC or a sole proprietor? YouTube picked it up. It took a while, but eventually the people that found it, the handful of people that found it, liked it, started to engage with it. Whatever the algorithm for YouTube said, or whatever that it, algorithm is, it told YouTube Graham's video on LLCs versus sole proprietors is a win. People who find it and watch it 
compared to what they typed into the search bar is exactly what they wanted. It was a relevant match and they like it. So let's promote it a little higher. And then that allows more people to see it, which it starts to feed itself. It's a perpetual cycle. And now that video for my channel has taken off. If you do the 80-20 analysis, it is by far one of my highest viewed videos. The other one is how to use MailChimp to grow your business. Now, MailChimp is a popular platform for email, okay? And I used MailChimp for seven years, uh, successfully running a multi-six-figure business on MailChimp alone. And you can start using it for free. And there's a lot of videos on how to use MailChimp, but they're all just like how to use MailChimp. None of them show you how to use MailChimp to make more money. Um, and so I put together a long sort of tutorial style screen flow biz, uh, video um, and put it out there. And for whatever reason, YouTube has picked that up. There's Again, MailChimp's been around forever and people have been putting out videos on MailChimp forever, but now mine is shooting to the top. So the point is, you gotta make content, you gotta put it on YouTube and know that most of it's not gonna get found, but some of it will. And when some of that does, people find out more about your other videos, they click on your channel. It All you need is a couple of good videos to really feed the rest of the videos. So that you start with that. You And if you haven't done video content, you need to start. You need to start. Even if it's just you talking to the camera, no slides, no graphics, no music. You don't need that. Just be you, okay? Remember the very first episode of this show, The Law of Authenticity. People don't need you to be somebody else on YouTube. Yes, there's a lot of strategy to having YouTube videos where there's a lot. I mean, look, this is right now, if you're watching this, you might just be listening. If you're watching this, this is a YouTube video. It's everything about this video, according to textbook, is wrong. It's both long I don't have other visuals showing up on the screen. I don't have interesting music. I'm not doing a lot of, uh, you know, infra attention interrupt or whatever. Like, there's nothing. It's just me talking to you. That goes against the rules. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter because for my audience, it works. For my audience, it connects. Okay. Um, and there's also some strategy with watch time, which is important. We should talk about that on another day. Um, in fact, I have done a video on how to use YouTube to grow your business. And I think I talk more about watch time there. So check that out on the YouTube channel. So you create the content. If you haven't done video, don't freak out about it. Use your iPhone, get a little lapel mic that plugs into your iPhone for $49. Uh, get in front of a window, see so if some natural light and just talk, right? Like just, just go, just share. That's how I started. My videos were ugly in the beginning. My recording of Revolution videos I shot at night. It's the stupidest thing. I look like I look like an idiot. If you just want to feel better about yourself, go to the Recording Revolutions YouTube channel, search my videos by date, upload it, and go to the oldest one, and just look at me and laugh and feel better about yourself. You're welcome. So just get started putting out content on YouTube. That's going to be the hub. That's where people are going to find you. Step two, create a free Facebook group. It's going to be a private Facebook group. So people have to request to be um, let in and you can just like manage that once a day or a couple times a week, let people in. That way it's just like a little bit of a barrier of entry, but make it free, a free Facebook group for your niche audience. So for example, if I were in fitness and teaching fitness stuff online, um, I would probably create a free Facebook group um, based around, you know, like how to get your best body or how to like lose weight and build muscle or whatever and make it sort of like, niche specific. It doesn't have to be topic specific or even product specific or even my brand specific, just a helpful Facebook group for that niche. I'm going to be the person that starts it, right? So you want to make your free Facebook group for your audience. 
And then what you want to do are two things there. You want to share your content. So re-upload your content into that Facebook group so that, you, you know, if they don't go to YouTube, they can still enjoy it. And you want to upload natively. You don't want to link to YouTube. That's a little bonus tip, by the way. Facebook and YouTube don't like each other. So if you link to YouTube, um, well, it doesn't matter in the Facebook group as much. In your Facebook page, if you do that, it's more important because it's not going to show up in people's feeds. Everything you post in your group is going to show up in their feed if they're a member of the group. So it almost doesn't matter. But share your content and start conversations. Share your weekly content, start conversations. The key here being create the community you want, set the precedent that like, look, this is a place where I want us all to talk. It's not even going to just be me talking to you and teaching you. I, I want all of us to just help each other and talk to each other. You're going to start to get a lot of engagement. So now you've got a place that people can go to to start talking. This is going to be really, really helpful for you. Step three, once you've got that group, you're posting to YouTube, you've created a free Facebook group, and you're sharing your content and starting conversations. Step three is to go live on both platforms regularly. So you can do Facebook Lives, which you hopefully already know about. Super easy. You can do them on your phone where you can just turn the camera on and start sharing a topic, sharing an idea, start a conversation, answer questions, whatever. You can do this on YouTube as well. It's called YouTube Live. Exact same thing. Go live on both platforms regularly. The beautiful thing about going live is that it's the easiest content you'll ever make in your life. You don't need to prep anything other than a couple of bullet points of something you want to talk about or share, and then you can just answer questions. Or if there's no one on live, it's okay. You're not even really doing it for the live aspect of it because people will engage with it after the fact. So don't worry if a lot of people don't show up live. You know, prepare three bullet points on a topic you want to teach. Um, but it's so much faster. You don't need good lighting. You don't need a good studio camera. You just need your phone because people understand and accept the fact that it's live. And so it's it's just a different vibe. You don't need to prep a lot of content, just a topic, three bullet points, and a main takeaway and an action step for them, which I'll tell you about in a second, like a call to action. Um, the great thing about lives on both Facebook and YouTube is that they get uh, a lot of engagement and the algorithms prefer live video because live video is really hot right now. So they're going to bump it up. So you'll be found a lot more um, on people's feeds and stuff if you do these Facebook lives on your page or your personal page, if you do them on your channel on YouTube. Um, and then the beautiful thing for you is that you use the Facebook lives and the YouTube lives since it's live and you can engage with some people, you use it as targeted research in the moment, instant research. So you can teach something, share something, and then ask follow-up questions. Does this make sense to you? What else would you want to know about this? And get the feedback you need to know about what more content to make for your free content and what products to build because it's live, it's instant, it's awesome. So then you can ask a question, they can leave a comment, and you can follow that up with a clarifying question instantly. It's a beautiful research tool. Okay? Now, let's talk about the call to action here. Step four is, maybe sounds counterintuitive for what I'm teaching you today on YouTube and Facebook, is do not bank on either platform to build your business. The goal, and I want you to hear me, the goal is not to have a big Facebook following. The goal is not to have a big YouTube subscriber base. Who cares? YouTube could be gone tomorrow. And then what are you going to do with all those subscribers that you had and the millions of views that you had? Facebook could be gone tomorrow. Then what are you going to do with all those Facebook followers and all the people in your group? 
you have no control. They don't even have to be gone. They just need to change the algorithm. This happened to me, and I share this a lot. A few years back, I had 100,000 followers on Facebook, on my Facebook page. Every week or every time I posted a video or a, anything, anything, all 100,000 of my followers saw that post. I mean, granted, they may not have logged in that day, but it showed up in their feed. They may not have clicked on it. Again, doesn't matter, but 100%, all 100,000 of my followers on Facebook would have seen that post in their feed if they logged in that day until Facebook completely changed their model. They decided to create a new algorithm that only showed a small fraction of your posts to your audience or a small fraction of your audience got to seal your posts unless you paid Facebook to boost your post. Okay, now that's a normal thing. But what happened to me was my web traffic, a lot of my web traffic came from people clicking over to my videos on my Facebook page. And my web traffic cut in half one day to the next because of the Facebook change. Because instead of 100% of my people seeing my posts, now 13% of my people were seeing my posts. 13%, that means 87% had no clue I was posting anything or launching anything or selling anything or anything. They just thought I stopped posting because Facebook changed the rules. YouTube can change the rules and they have. Facebook can change the rules and they have. Instagram, it applies to Instagram as well, can change the rules and they have. You do not have control. So do not build your business on either one. It is not a smart strategy. That's why the whole Facebook ad thing, like if you're thinking short-term, fine, if you want to run a bunch of ads, but I do not want my business built on a platform that A, I have to pay for. I don't want to pay Facebook to get customers. I'd rather get them for free. Thank you very much. And two, I don't want to build my business on a platform that I don't have any control over that could be gone tomorrow. So what do we do? We use the platforms now because the people are there. YouTube and Facebook, that's where most people are. Use the platforms, of course, to be found, to get engagement, to build a community. But what's the goal? The goal isn't to keep them there. That's what YouTube and Facebook want, but that's not your goal. Your goal is to ultimately push these people to your email list. Why? Not even to your website, to your email list. Why? Because your email list is the one thing you own. If you have their email address, you can always and forever get a hold of them. Of course, they can unsubscribe to keep it legal, and plenty of people do. Every time I send an email, people unsubscribe, right? But your list can grow. Your, your most loyal fans will gladly give you their email address in exchange for something valuable. I call this a lead magnet, right? This can be a free guide, PDF. Why do you think I tell you about my passive income workshop on just about every podcast episode I do? It's to get your email address, okay? This is the meta lesson underneath what I'm literally doing right now. I know that the fact that you're watching this or listening to this right now, I'm really lucky. I'm really lucky that I have your attention. And I truly am grateful for that. The fact that you're listening right now means that I'm doing something to, that's working, something that's relevant to you. But your time is valuable and you're spending it with me right now. I'm lucky to have you right now. I have no guarantee that you're going to listen to another episode. I have no guarantee that you'll watch another video of mine. Not because you don't like me, that could be the case, but more often it's the case that you'll get busy and forget. Even if you subscribe, even if you subscribe to this podcast, which you should, even if you subscribe, life gets in the way, you might get busy, you may not check it, right? You may not pull out your phone and check it. If I can get you to 
join my email list. And I do that in a variety of ways. One of the ways I talk about a lot here on the podcast is through this workshop that I created. It's an amazing training and it's worth money. I, I could charge for this, but I give it away for free in exchange for something that I think is more valuable than money, and that's your email address. Why would I do that? So that two reasons. One, I can stay in touch with you even if you never come back on the podcast, even if Facebook dies, even if YouTube dies, I can get hold of you by emailing you and it hits your inbox. And I can ask you questions. I can learn what else you need to learn about, what else you want to hear about, what else you want me to make for you. I can offer you my free content. I can let you know if I'm doing a live speaking gig. If I ever write a book, I can let you know about that. I can let you know about my courses and my products. See how valuable that is? That relationship is super valuable to me as a business owner, and it should be to you as a business owner. What you want is not a big Facebook following or a million subscribers on YouTube. You want an email list of targeted people that you can sell to, engage with, and offer more value to. So what I do is get found on YouTube, create engagement on Facebook, do Facebook Lives, do YouTube Lives, whatever it is, to grow my audience, ultimately with a call to action at the end of every piece of content to download the, a free guide that I've created, a free thing or a free workshop to watch, whatever that is, it's called a lead magnet. I offer it in exchange for your email address. I'm trying to get you off of those platforms and get your email address so then I can just skip those platforms in the future and email you directly. Facebook and YouTube are a middleman. I don't want a middleman. I want to go directly to you. And that's the best way to sell. And it's the best way to run your business. I make my money selling directly to you via email. The Recording Revolution business, it makes the money that it makes because I sell directly to people via email. I don't make money really through YouTube. I don't make money on Facebook. I use those tools to get found and to grow an audience and to push them those people to my email list. It's as simple as that. So that's the four-step strategy. Create content to post on YouTube regularly so you'll be found, because again, it's this evergreen searchable search engine. Two, create a free Facebook group in your, in your niche. Share your content there and start conversations and build an engaged community. Three, do Facebook Lives and YouTube Lives for both audiences to add more value. It's the easiest way to create video content. Low pressure, low prep, low cost, and it's a research tool for you to know what kind of content to keep making, what kind of products to build. And fourth, the whole point of all this is to get them off of those platforms and to join your email list. And you do that by offering them an amazing free piece of content. Could be a PDF, could be an audio download, like a podcast, an exclusive free podcast episode, or a video series or video workshop. Make sense? That's how I use YouTube, and that's how I use Facebook together. Now, as we wrap up here, two things for you. One, if you haven't already, you should watch my Passive Income Workshop. Hey, what about that? Why don't you go from just listening to me right now, dive a little deeper with me. I've got an entire 45, 50-minute training for you that maps out a business model that I think is the best business model in the history of the universe. It's the easiest to set up. I'll show you exactly what tools you need, cheap and free. I'll show you the four components you need to make money automatically while you sleep. I'll show you how to scale that business, sell to the right people, know how to build products that virtually sell themselves, and how to do this all in just 30 minutes a day. Even if you have no idea what your business will be, I'll show you how to figure out what your profitable idea is. And it's all inside my Passive Income Workshop. And guess what? To get it, you got to go to grahamcochran.com slash workshop. And spoiler alert, you're going to have to enter your email address. 
because I want you on my email list. It's the place to be. I'm going to send you some amazing free content, stuff that I don't post anywhere else. I'm also going to keep you updated on all my free stuff every single week, every new episode, anything I'm doing. And I have some exciting stuff coming down the pipe. If you're listening to this episode in real time-ish, probably in the next, let me just say this. I don't want to give too much away, but in the next six to eight weeks, if you're a business owner that's trying to reach six figures, I've got something very special for you. And you'll only know about it if you are on my email list. So you might want to join and you can join by going to grahamcochran.com slash workshop and watching a free workshop that'll help you put money in your pocket. How about that? I call that a win-win. That's all I got for you today. Oh, the second thing, that's right, two things. The second thing is, if you are enjoying this show, if you're enjoying the podcast, and if you're an iTunes user, go over to iTunes, or if you're already there, leave me a review. So leave me a review, five stars, preferably, no less than that, my recommendation. Uh, And then specifically type out a review to let me know what you have liked the most out of the show. Maybe there's a specific episode that's connected with you the most. Uh, And then two, what episode should I do next? What would you like me to do an episode on? The topic, and then tell me why, and I'll do it. If I get enough that's on certain topics and I see a desire, see a need, I'll cover that as well. I want to make the content and talk about the things that you need help with right now in your business um, so that you can actually get some traction and grow this thing and change your life. As always, thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out with me. It means a ton. I know you could be doing a lot of other things right now, um, but you hung out with me and I appreciate that. I got great, great stuff in the pipe coming for you. Um, So stay tuned for next week's episode and best of luck in your business this week. I'll talk to you real soon. 